Dick McCullough, ready to step in now, lead off for the Detroit Tigers. He batted 249 for the year with 16 home runs and knocked in 56 runs. The Cardinals around the infield have Shannon at third, Maxville at short, Javier at second, Cepeda on first base. Brock, Flood, and Maris in the outfield. The pitch, we're underway, it's outside for a ball. So the 1968 World Series is underway here in St. Louis. 80-degree weather, sunny skies. And two teams at one going away in their league. Here's a cut and a miss on a fastball. And the count on McCullough, the leadoff man, is one and one. Young man from Connecticut. He started out as a shortstop. Tigers moved him to second base. He's much more at home there. The pitch is a ball wide, high and away, and the count on McCullough leading off. Two balls and one strike. McCarver working back of the bat, giving the sign to the fast-working Bob Gibson. And the right-hander fires. Here's a pop-up. Foul ball over near the Tiger dugout. It will be out of play. Shannon came over. McCarver went over, but it was in the seats just behind the Tiger dugout. Wally Moses coaches at first base for the Tigers. Tony Cuccinello down at third. Gibson regarded as one of the great competitors in baseball today. Peering in to get his sign now from McCarver. It's McCarver leading off in the opening game of the series. Swing and a miss. Just him out. He threw that one right by. Now Mickey Stanley, the converted shortstop, steps in for the Tigers. Grand Rapids, Michigan. Gentleman who came along in the Tiger farm system. He batted 259 for the year, 11 home runs and 60 RBIs. Foul ball out of play. This one over toward the Cardinal dugout. And Mr. Gorman, who uh, used to do some pitching, pitches one out to the Cardinal pitcher Gibson. Outfield is straight up on uh, Stanley. He's the type of hitter who hits to right quite a bit. Now Gibson winds and pitches. There's a curve outside. One and one. Gibson has said that he'll try to keep the ball away from these uh, Tiger hitters. Try to prevent the long ball. He struck out the first man he faced, McCullough. There's a low outside pitch. Two and one. See, we both these fellas are rather quick workers. I was just thinking that if both of these fellows have the stuff, it looks to me like Bob Gibson does have. They get right back on that mound, and they are ready to pitch. If that hitter steps in there, it's going to be a quick ball game. Here's a half swing, ruled a strike. He tried to hold up and couldn't. And the count on Stanley, two balls and two strikes. Talking about these pitchers that do not take much time, this is better for the defense, too. I think the infielders and the outfielders, they're more apt to make the better plays for you if you do not take too much time on that mound. Stanley fouls off the next pitch. The count remains at 2-2 on him. Gibson uh, ended the 67 series by striking out Scott. He started the 68 one by finding McAuliffe. Here's the ball low. And we've got a full count on Mickey Stanley. Infield back, and the 
Outfield is a little bit to right now. The uh, center field of flood is a little bit over to the right field side. The pitch swung on as a drive to left field. Coming in is Brock. He plays it on one hop. It'll be a single for Mickey Stanley. There's the first hit of the series. Stanley rips a single into left, bringing up Al Kaline. Pee Wee, here's a gentleman that everybody around Detroit, and I guess all over the country, happy to see in the series after he waited 16 years. Yes, you can't keep him pulling for a fellow like this. I asked him today, I said, Al, how old are you? And he said, Pee Wee, I'm 33, and that makes me about 17 or 18 when he first came up. Here's the pitch. The runner goes. Here's a swing and a miss. Throw to second. second base. And the count on K-line is strike one. Gibson winds and pitches. It's the ball outside. Got out of the middle of McCarver. No score. We're in the first inning. The Tigers have took two batters up, a strikeout, a single, and a man out stealing. And that's the situation here in the first half of the first inning. Gibson on the mound. K-line with a 1-1 pitch coming up. Swings and fouls it out of play. One ball, two strikes. K-Line, or one of the few ball players who never played in the minor leagues. Came off the sand, lots of Baltimore, right straight for the Tigers. Here's the pitch. It's a curve, it's high. 2-2, two, two, that's the count on L. Well, Ernie, it looks like Mayo Smith's going to do a little running today if he has the men on there to run with. I think Al Kaline was a little unhappy with himself, and he probably had a hit and run on, and Al did not protect the runner, and you can see he was a little mad. Here's a cut in the wrist, and the inning goes. At the end of a half inning, it's the Tigers running and the Cardinals coming back. BFG Silvertown radio tires are available at BF Goodrich stores and dealers across the country. Tigers take to the field, and we'll see the 31-game winner, Denny McLean, go to work. Now, the Tigers will have Word at third, Stanley at short, McCartup at second, Cash at first, Horton in left, Northrop is in center, and K-Line in right. And Pee Wee, uh, McLean, and Gibson are a lot alike in one respect, that uh, with two strikes on the batter, they'll both just blaze that ball in there, as Gibson did against McCollett. That's one thing that Sandy Kopak uh, says quite a bit. He believes in that, too. When you get two strikes on a hitter, just don't waste the pitch where the batter has no chance to swing at it. And as you say, McLean and Gibson both. When they get two strikes, they try to make that hitter go for that bad pitch, but just trying to hit that outside corner. Lou Brock will lead off for the Cardinals against Denny McLean. Brock hit 279 over the season, six home runs and 52 RBIs. Speedster on this ball club. This is his third series. And Denny McLean with his first pitch to the Cardinals. Delivers a high, hard one on the left hand batting Brock. He peers in this freehand to get the sign. Pitches again. There's a cut on the miss. Took a little bit off that one, I think, Pee Wee. 
Yes, he did. I was just noticing what a Brock can do to a ball club. Norm Cash is about even with the bag at first base. And down at third base, Don Word, he must be four or five steps. Any kind of a ball hit down the third baseline could possibly go by Don Word. But you have to play him there. This fellow, Ken Bunnin, likes to find. Here's a windup and the pitch to Brock. He takes one that is in too close to Norm. That was McLean's fastball. McLean wears contact lenses. He has uh, one of them tinted, and uh, the other eye is not tinted. Says he sees much better now that he discarded the uh, regular-type glasses. Here's the pitch. Swing a bounding ball to short. Stanley has his first chance. Throw the first. Got him. So Mickey passes the test on the first round ball. Well, Mickey's done all right as a shortstop. First time up, he gets himself a base hit. And that play right there was not an easy chance. It was a three-quarter hop. A little bit to his right, but as I said, this fellow's glad to have quite a series of shots out. Wouldn't you think, Pee Wee, that he's sort of glad to have that first turn at bat and that first stealing chance oh, behind him? You better believe it. <laughs> Here's Kurt Flood now, the right-handed batting outfielder. No score in the last half of the first inning. One out and nobody on for the Cardinals. Here's a high one, ball one on Flood. Danny McLean pitching for the Tigers. Flood at 301 over the years, swings and misses, and the count is even on him at one and one. They're playing him in a little bit uh, close too, but not as much as they did move rock. Word is that uh, wide of the bag and inside it almost to the end of grass. Here's the pitch. Swing and a tip foul out of the middle freehand. One ball, two strikes. is the veteran in point of service on this Cardinal team. Great day for baseball, Mr. Reese, a little on the warm side. Yes, it is. When I woke up this morning, I thought it was May rain. Looked like it for a while. Here's the sidearm fastball, but for the first time, it's high. 2-2. Two -two. Now, Denny will do that a lot against the right-handers. He just started that this year. One out, nobody on. The game scoreless. First game of the World Series in St. Louis. First inning. Here's the pitch. Foul ball, it'll be out of play. Hit that ball down on the hands. It didn't get much on it. Dick Sisler coaches at first base for the Cardinals. Joe Schultz, the third base coach for the Redbirds. 2-2 count on Kurt Flood, the right-hand batting outfielder. Here's the pitch. Swing, fly ball to right field, going over his K-line. Fairly easy chance for him. He makes the play for the out. Two down and nobody out, and the veteran Roger Maris coming to bat. And here's a great favorite in St. Louis. Came from the New York Yankees and won a lot of hearts here. Maris, uh, for the year, batted 255. Five home runs, 45 RBI. McLean delivers, and Maris hits a little drive into short right. Here comes K-Line. He's there, puts it away for out number three. And at the end of one full inning, St. Louis nothing, the Tigers nothing. for the Detroit Tigers. The game is scoreless. It's the beginning of the second inning in St. Louis. K-9 
Dash finished the year batting 263, 25 home runs. He takes a breaking pitch across, strike one call. Cash uh, hit very well in the second half of the year. He was under the 200 mark in most of the first half. Fastball is low, and the count is even on Norman at one and one. He opened up his stance uh, during the second half of the year and uh, picked up his batting quite a bit. Gibson, that it is. Cash fouls it on the screen. Peewee, this fellow's had a history like that. He hits uh, well for half a season, and then another half he won't. It's a funny thing how just one little change of the fellow's stance will make him feel more at ease up there, and he feels like he can see the ball better, has more confidence, and he's been, really been hitting well lately. Gibson delivers, Cash cuts, and this is how a fastball he struck him out. The third strikeout for Gibson. Now the top home run hitter on the Detroit Tigers, Willie Horton, right-hand batting outfielder, steps up to face Gibson. Willie hit 36 home runs. He was second in runs batted in on the Tigers with 85. Off the sand lots of Detroit, Willie Horton. Gibson ready, delivers. Willie takes a strike. He started to cut and held off. It was a fastball. Horton has had a lot of trouble with his uh, Achilles tendon. He had it operated on. Wears a special shoe. His foot is uh, encased in sort of a cup inside the shoe. Gibson, the fast worker, delivers again. There's a cut and a miss. Well, nothing subtle about that, Pee-wee. He's just rearing back and throwing. You can see his different pattern of pitching to Harton he did to some of the other hitters. He was trying to throw Harton high fastballs inside, and most of the other hitters, he was trying to keep the ball away from him. No score. The Tigers are batting in the second inning with one out and nobody on. Gibson delivers. Horton takes a strike. He hit the outside corner, either a slide or a curveball, some type of breaking pitch. The fourth strikeout for Gibson. The next Tiger batter, Jim Northam. Those catchers don't always tell the truth, but on that pitch there with two strikes on Hart, McCarver really moved outside, and that's exactly where Bob Gibson stood. Here's Northrop, a left-hand batter. Here's a strike on the outside corner. Northrop hit 264 for the season, had 21 home runs, led the team in RBIs with 90. Cut and a dip foul out of the middle of the carver. Bob Gibson off to a great start on the mound. There's no score in the second inning. The Tigers at bat. They have the bases empty, and there are two out. This is uh, developing in the early stages. There's quite a battle between these two pitchers. Gibson and McLean. Now the windup by Bob. The pitch is a ball in close. Fastball. Been one runner in the game so far. Stanley's single with one out of the first inning. And was cut down on McCarver's throw to Javier. Swing and a miss. He struck it up. Side retired. And at the end of an inning and a half, it's Detroit nothing, the Cardinals nothing. Peewee Reese along with Ernie Harwell at Bush Stadium in St. Louis. We're going to the bottom half the second inning. There's no score in this ball game. In fact, there's only one hit by Mickey Stanton, the shortstop. The first hitter for the Cardinals will be Orlando Cepeda. Ernie? 
Well, it's been uh, Mr. Gibson so far as he has uh, thrown that strikeout pitch, banning five Tigers in two innings, and the last four Detroiters have gone down on strikes. McLean set the Cardinals down one, two, three in their first inning on the ground to shortstop, and then uh, two fly balls hit out to Al Kaline. So the first baseman, Orlando Cepeda, takes a high fastball from right-handed Eddie McLean, ball one. Cepeda batted 248 uh, this past National League season. Cut and a miss, he sidearmed him that time up in the letters. And the count is even, one and one. After Cepeda, it'll be Tim McCarthy and then Mike Shannon. The outfield is deep and almost straight away on Cepeda. The infield is back. The wind-up, the pitch, high fastball, two and one. That's the count on Orlando Cepeda. McLean checks his sign, goes to work. As they tap off his uh, foot foul, it throws down toward third base, picked up by McLean there. Down the lines here in uh, Bush Memorial Stadium, it's 330 feet to right and to left. 386 up the power alley in left and right center. 414 feet directly into center field from home plate. McLean uh, taking a little bit of time out of the mound, something he normally uh, does not do. He usually works rather quickly. Cepeda waiting on the 2-2 delivery. Foul set on the screen. Well, the Cardinals have benched this uh, gentleman for a while in the month of May because of a batting slump. This is his 11th year in the National League for Orlando. A lot of power in that bat, Kiwi. Yes, he has. I was just sitting here watching him. He looks to me like he's swinging the bat a little bit better. He hasn't made contact, but uh, he has been hitting the ball well lately. Here's the pitch. High foul fly. It'll be out of play in the seats. Over back at first base. Two-two. That's the count on Cepeda. This game is scoreless. Cardinals are batting with nobody on, nobody out. It's the last half of the second inning. Now the windup by McLean. The pitch. Fouled away. This one back of the screen and in the seats. Tiger infield now is uh, deep. McCullough playing a very deep second base. McCullough has found his home at second base, uh, Mr. Reese. He couldn't make it very well at shortstop. He's an adequate, but not as good a player as he is at second. He's really come on strong this year. I've had a pleasure to see the Tigers play quite a few times this year, and he's done a fine job. Slow curveball, hit in the air to center field, not very deep. Northrop coming in. He's there in his glove for the out. One up and one away in this scoreless tie in St. Louis in the second inning. And now the young man from Memphis, Tim McCarver, coming to bat. batted 253, had five home runs and 48 RBIs in the National League regular season. The batting hero of another World Series uh, back in 1964 when he compiled a 478 average. Left hand about a waiting. Denny McLean goes to work. No score second inning. There's a drive in the right center. Maybe up the alley. Diggy Ford is going to the wall. Picked up 
for going for two. Here's the throw to relay man McCullough. The throw to third baseman worked not in time. It gets by it. And McCarver has a three-bagger. Chipples up the alley in right center. Mike Shannon will be the batter now. Score is tie. The Cardinals have a man on third. This is the game's first threat by either team. Man on third for St. Louis. One man off. They're pulling the infield in now for the Tigers. Play the ground ball to home plate if it comes up that way. Batted 266 for the season. Man on third for St. Louis. It's a three bagger for McCarver. That's the first Cardinal hit. Denny McLean trying to pitch out of a jam here in a scoreless tie in the second. Delivers high to Mike Shannon. Ball on the count on Shannon. McCarver, the runner at third base. up in the pitch. Ball two, a fastball high. Here we on the uh, relay. Do you think they could have got him with a little better relay? Well, they could have. I just noticed, too, on the relay, when McAuliffe goes out on the ball like that, well, you know it's an extra base hit. Stanley, the shortstop, is supposed to go out there and back him up. Mickey did not go out there. If that ball would have gotten by McAuliffe, McCarver could have gone all the way. Here's the pitch. Shannon swings a bounding ball foul just outside of third base. That was close. Hit the ball sharply, but he pulled it foul. This is one of the things that's going to be tough for Mickey to do, is to do, to make plays like that, where you aren't nearly, where you've been playing a shortstop, you make them instinctively. It didn't hurt anything then. The ball, if it had been thrown down a little bit better to McAuliffe, he may have had a good shot at third base, because I thought McCarver may not make it. Sort of slowed up after he rounded second, it looked like. Now they wind up by McLean. The 2 1 serve popped in the air. It'll be foul and out of play. Back down below to the man from Webster Grove. Caught that one. No score, second inning. The Cardinals are batting, and they're threatening against the American League champion Detroit Tigers. It's uh, asking for new baseball right here. I'm umpire Tom Gorman. Outfield is deep to left on Shannon. The infield still in tight. McLean checking his time with free and it's a 2-2 pitch coming up to Mike Shannon. McCarver, the man at third base. One out. Here's the pitch. Struck him out. A fastball. He came side on him, on him and got him swinging. McLean's first strikeout today. Julian Javier, the batter now. And the Tigers can move their infielders back. A right-hand batter, 260 average, had four home runs, 52 runs batted in.
trying to adjust himself now to the batter's box. McLean working a lot slower than Gibson, Pee Wee. As you said, usually McLean pitches fast, but not quite as fast as Gibson. But I guess when he gets in a jam like this, he's taking just a little bit more time. It's the ball low. He side-armed it. Ball one, the count on Javier. Outfield is straight up and in normal depth on him. McCarver leaning uh, just slightly off the third base. No score in St. Louis. The first game of the World Series, 1968. The wind-up, the pitch. Javier takes a high one. It was a curve, 2-0 oh, to count on him. Now Maxwell, the next batter. Triple by McCarver getting McLean in trouble. He's trying to pitch out of this jam. He struck out Shannon for the second out. So McCarver now at third with two down. The game scoreless. Uh, Denny checks his sign with his catcher freehand. And the pitch. Strike. Sidearm fastball. Got the outside corner. Well, a little bit of a look from Javier back to umpire Gorman. degree weather those uh, pitches can stay loose on an afternoon like this McLean winds delivers here's a half cut it's ruled a ball he swung at a pitch up at the shoulder but he checked in time three and one that's a hard type pitch Peewee to hold up on isn't it yes it is and that seems to me like it may be up to this point McLean's best pitch is that sidearm fastball of his he's been doing a real good job of it he's been coming in and out with it McLean likes to pitch low, but Brian, the catcher, told me that occasionally he will come up with that good fastball of his. Now Denny checks his sign again. Javier waiting on the 3-1 pitch. Swung on and fouled out of play right down below us. One thing about Denny McLean, Pee-wee, he can get a lot on that side on a pitch. You know, a lot of pitchers can't, but he can. That's even a little bit tougher on right-handed hitters. It's tough to stay up there, because every once in a while he curves that ball. And uh, there's something about it when you come from third base, you give a little bit. And once you give, you've had it. <laughs> and they know it, don't they? Yes, sir. Well, McLean getting a new ball now, ready for action. He uh, walks off the back of the mound a little bit. Then he is just 24 years old. He uh, lives in the suburbs of Detroit. Here's the pitch. It's a strike called. He stuck him out. And the... Side retired. So at the end of two innings, Detroit nothing, the Cardinals nothing. Part of the top half of the third inning here at Bush Stadium, no score in this ball game. One hit apiece, one for Detroit, and one for the Cardinals. The first hitter for the Tigers, the top half of the third, Bill Freehand. Honey? Thank you, Pee Wee. Mr. Freehand stepping in now to face Mr. Gibson. Now the Tigers, with only that single by Mickey Stanley, Gibson has struck out the last four and a total of five Tiger batters. So here's the windup and the pitch to freehand. He takes the ball outside. 25 home runs this past season for freehand. He batted 263. Gibson coming right back, and the pitch is cut on and missed. He gave him a breaking ball, one and one. Freehand accepted a $100,000 bonus 
and maybe a few more than that from the Tigers to sign off the University of Michigan campus. Strike! There's that fastball. Oh, he's picking off those corners, Mr. Reese. Yes, sir. He came in with the fastball. Ball one. Then he came with a curveball after being behind Brian. And then he comes right back with a fastball. Here's a one-two serve. Now it's a ball outside. That seemed to fool Freehand, but it missed the strike zone. I believe he may have been looking for the curveball. He took a half cut. He held up, and it was ruled a ball. Two-two. That's the count. The game is scoreless. We're in the third inning in St. Louis, the first game of the World Series, 1968. Swing and a foul off the mask of McCarver. Still two-two on Freehand. Wally Moses helped this fellow a great deal of Pee-wee with his batting. He didn't have much uh, strength behind that swing the last up until a couple of years ago. Now the windup by Gibson, the pitch. Curveball high. Low count. Talking about Wally Moses, of course, he's been a batting coach for a number of years, and I guess he's one of the best in the game, which, to me, I think it's very important for a club to have that. Also, I imagine a fellow by the name of Johnny Sane, your pitching coach over at Detroit, has done a fine job. He sure has. He's been great. Now the windup and the pitch to freehand. Foul out of play. This one over the screen and back of the seat. No runs, one hit, no errors. On each side, the Tigers are batting in the third. Nobody on and nobody out. The batter Bill freehand facing Bob Gibson. Now the Cardinal right-hander winds and deals. Here's a pop-up. Maybe out of play. Foul ball, back of the seat. Still three and two on Freehand. Freehand is uh, taken over as sort of the leader of this uh, Tiger Ball Club. Had a great year as a receiver. 25 home runs. A lot of power. Now the 3 2 pitch again. Swings a bounding foul ball. It's down past third. We're in the third inning. There's no score. Each team has one hit. Neither team has made an error. Talking about Freehand being the leader, I got a big kick out of what Freehand wrote on the blackboard in New York after the Yankees had beaten you all four straight. He said, anyone that thinks the world ended today, they do not belong here. <laughs> Coming in with the Tiger team into the dressing room, Norman Cash had a line before the guys got dressed. He said, this is not a drill, fellas. Here's a strike. Strikeout. That's the sixth strikeout for Gibson. Five in a row. Freehand didn't much agree with uh, Mr. Gorman on that last decision. I don't believe he did and just slightly tossed the bat in the dugout when he went back. Don Wirt will be the next Detroit batter in the scoreless tie of the third. Word into the season, hitting an even 200. Swings and misses on a fastball. Strike one on Word. Word into the season, hitting an even 200. Swings and misses on a fastball. Strike one on Word. Here's the windup and the pitch. He fouls it off. Strike two. Sandy 
Koufax holds the World Series strikeout record for one game, 15 in the 1963 World Series. Dodgers and the Yankees at Yankee Stadium. Here's a ball outside. One ball, two strikes. That also was the opening game of that uh, series. Gibson delivers. Wirt swings the base hit. Center field. A line shot single by the little Pennsylvanian Don Wirt. He rips one into center. And the Tigers have a man on and the man out with Denny McLean coming to bat in the scoreless high third inning. himself with a bat once in a while, uh, Pee-wee. Yes, he does. Of course, I don't think he's going to be hitting it well here. I think he'll be trying to get down where I think he'll be sacrificing. He squares the bunt, and he does bunt. It's foul on the screen. Get a triple or a home run or something not too long ago? Two well, he had three hits out in Anaheim. Yeah. And hit a three-base hit, yeah, in the, in the game at Detroit. There's a bunt foul. It'll be over the screen and out of play. Denny is trying to sacrifice here. Fouled off, too. He's a very uh, good brother. He has uh, about 16 or 17 sacrifice hits this past season. In fact, he led the Tiger team in that department. He's still looking for the bunt with two strikes on him. One man on, one man out. He bunts the ball. Foul, and he strikes out. So here's sort of a bonus strikeout for this to get the seventh strikeout for Bob Gibson. Well, Ernie, I imagine someone will be saying now, just can't understand why a fellow stand there swearing around like that cannot bunt the ball. But Gibson knows that McLean is going to bunt, and he's throwing that fastball up around his letters, and it's tough to bunt that ball. It's very easy to pop it up. Two-sided coin, all right, isn't it? Yes, it is. Here's McCarlett batting now. He fanned the first trip. Takes a breaking ball through the letters for a strike. The game is scoreless in the third. The Tigers have a man on first and two out. Well, the outfield is a little bit to right on McCarlett. He, too, uh, like Cash, hits out of an open stand. Strong arm and wrist on this young man. He swings it. It's the ground ball to Cepeda. He'll make the play unassisted at first base, retiring the foul. the end of two and one-half inning. It's Detroit nothing and the Cardinals nothing. McLean in close on him, ball one. Right hand hitting infielder, Dal Maxville. McLean delivers. It's a ball outside. Two and oh. That was Denny's curve. Maxville batted 252 in the National League season. And one home run, knocked in 24 runs. No score last half of the third. Fastball jams him three and oh on Maxville. Well, the only Tigers uh, who have not struck out against Gibson are Stanley with a single, Wirt with a single, and McCarter with a bounce out to first base in the first three innings. There's a ball low and away. He walked in at the first walk by either pitcher. Maxwell draws a base on ball, and Bob Gibson, the pitcher, will come to bat. 
had come close to the consecutive strikeout record in the World Series history. The record is six. Hot Eller in Cincinnati in 1919. Mo Drabowski of Baltimore in 1966. Gibson had five before Don Wirt uh, spoiled the succession with a single in the center field. The Tigers are looking for the butt here with Gibson at bat for the man on first base, Maxville. Nobody out. He squares and takes a fastball strike call. No score. The Cardinals are batting in the third. Max got at first base. And nobody down. Cardinals have had one hit off McLean, a three-base hit by McCarver with one out, but then Shannon struck out and Javier struck out to end the threat in the second. Here's a bunt. Off the mound comes McLean. He will it. Go to first base for McCall. It's covering. It's a sacrifice. McLean to McCall. Maxwell moves on to second base. Man on second. One man out. And the leadoff man, Lou Brock, steps up again. First time at bat, uh, Brock hit a ground ball to Mickey Stanley. And short hop there. Fired over to Cash to get it. time he wants to go out and talk to Denny McLean. Detroit has no runs, two hits, no errors. The Cardinals, no runs, one hit, and no errors so far. Folks here at Bush Memorial Stadium get a lot of sunshine. Here's the left pad batting block at the plate. McLean on the mound, checks his runner, delivers. Foul ball out of play. From uh, back to the left of home plate. I guess the wind doesn't affect uh, the game much in this part, does it, do you? I wouldn't think so. I have a little breeze blowing here today, but uh, I don't think the ball carries as well in this ballpark as a lot of other ballparks. All these uh, many tears here block off that breeze. Strike one to count on Brock. Man on second. That's Maxville. He walked with sacrifice there by the pitcher Gibson. Uh, the set by Denny McLean. The pitch is a ball a high. That was a fastball. One and one. Word is laying in a little close to third base, but he's got to watch that man at second at the same time. Here's a pitch. Brock hits a bounding ball to McLean. He turns. He's got Maxville in the chase. Gets him at second base. On a throw to Mickey Stanley. Safe at first on the fielder's course is Brock. McLean turned and then threw Stanley, who ducked behind the run of Maxville, took the throw for the out. McLean made a nice play there. I mean, he didn't commit himself right away. He ran at Maxwell and made him make his move. And just as soon as Maxwell went back to the bag, McLean threw the ball to the shortstop. Stanley, who was covering. Well, we're going to get a chance right now to see if Brock will take off. He's on at first. The hitter's hurt flush. This is something that's been talked about for the last several weeks. The running of Brock against the Tiger pitcher, in this case, Denny McLean, and the Tiger catcher, in this case, Bill Freehand. Well, Brock's drawn a couple of throws. The Tigers say, keep him over there, throw, but don't forget about the batter. Don't lose your concentration on the batter. And by all means, put something on the pitch when you throw to the plate also. He doesn't go the pitch out. It's a high fastball. 
game is scoreless. Third inning, the Cardinals hit back. They've got Lou Brock at first base, and two men are out. First game of the 1968 World Series. We're in St. Louis. Now Brock edging off. The crowd is urging him to go. He does go. The pitch is taken. The throw by freehand is second. It's wild. the Tiger catcher Bill Freehand. The throw was to the right field side of second base. Yes, it was not a good throw by Bill Freehand, but Bill Freehand knowing that he must get that ball out of that glove in a hurry because Brock, that first step that he takes looks to me like he's in high gear. There's something that the trainer has gone out to talk to Lou Brock on that slide at second base. He could have hurt his leg. Another thing, see, we uh, freehand didn't seem to get much uh, steam on that ball either when he let it go, did he? Ernie, wouldn't you imagine that uh, you get a little anxious, you want to grab that ball in a hurry? It's been talked about so much, you know, Brock getting on at first, you must keep him off the bag, he's going to run as soon as he gets there. You notice McLean threw over there a couple of times and trying to hold him close. He did not give his real good move to first base, but just as soon as he went home, there goes Brock. This year, last year, he had seven steals in seven attempts against the Boston Red Sox. The batter, Kurt Flood. No score. Third inning. Man on third base. Two men out. He bunts the ball toward third. It'll be a foul. Flood trying to butt his way on. This is a play that you see the Cardinals pull quite a bit, especially a fellow with Flood up there who can bunt who's a very good bunter. He'll also push that ball by the pitcher down the first baseline at times. But he, why he can do this, you have probably the best base runner in baseball, Lou Brock on at third, and he's always awake, ready to come in. Although it's two outs, they still try to catch that third baseman back just a little bit. Well, we're laying in a little close now inside the bag. It's strike one count on Kurt Flood. Brock at third. He's coming down the line slightly. McClain gives him a look. Swing and a miss on a fastball. Strike two on flood. The game is scoreless in the third. Rock uh, seemed to hurt his shoulder in the slide at second base, but uh, apparently not very seriously. Here's a pitch. High and in close. Backs up now. It's uh, Kurt Flood at the plate. He fly to right field his first time at bat. Roger Maris waiting in the on-deck circle. No score, third inning. Now the wind-up and the pitch. Swung on and popped in the air. Back of the mound. Work is calling for it. The third baseman now Stanley takes it. Right back to the pitch's mound for the out, and that retires the side. So at the end of three innings, it's Detroit nothing, St. Louis nothing.
this game is scoreless in the opening uh, day of the World Series in St. Louis. The Tigers coming to bat in the fourth inning. And here's a gentleman we're going to have a lot of fun with in uh, the series throughout, Mr. Pee Wee Reese. Thank you, Ernie. Yes, sir. Mickey Stanley leading thing off the Tigers here in the top half of the fourth inning. As Ernie said, there's no score in this game. The Tigers have two hits, one with this fellow, Mickey Stanley. Gibson's first pitch to him, a breaking pitch is in there for call strike one. And the Cardinals, no runs on one hit. There's been one error in this game. Left-hander against the left-hander. Hassler delivers. Here's a bounding ball to right. It'll be made by Detroit. They are playing Stanley straight away. Gibson does not take too much time into the windup. Here's the pitch. That ball just got that outside corner. Stanley tried to hold up. I believe it would have been a strike anyway. But we've had a lot of pitching. Gibson has looked tremendous. McLean had a couple of men on in the third, but they have not scored. Just missed with a breaking pitch outside. One ball and two strikes on Mickey Stanley. Stanley would be followed by Al Kaline and Norm Cash. There's a ball hit out to right field. Roger Maris going back. Should have no trouble with it. And right field underneath it and takes it. Oh, out number one. He struck out his first time up. Has a 304 lifetime average. 16 seasons with the Tigers. Tim McCarver, the catcher, moves outside. A curveball low and outside. Ball one. The power of the Tigers have not shown yet against Bob Gibson. Her ball in there for call strike one. One ball and one strike. Bob Gibson has seven strikeouts. Five up in a row before Don Worth got a base hit. Back to the middle. Worth. Al Keelan on that ball right there. Looked like he was fooled on a curveball. One ball, two strikes on Keelan. We're in the top half of the fourth inning. Here at Bush Stadium in St. Louis. Fastball way outside, two balls and two strikes. I'm Pee Reese along with Ernie Harwell bringing you the first game of the World Series, the 65th World Series. The two and two pitch by Gibson, the kick. It's fouled straight back. Look out, right up here. Gibson, he's got a classic uh, physique for a pitcher, tall and rangy, and a lot of leverage. Curveball way high inside. Kalon had to go down. Yes, he does, Ernie. And not only is he a great pitcher, he's a great athlete. He's quite a basketball player. And he can really get off of that mound. Feels his position. He's a fifth infielder out there. Gibson with a count of three and two on Al Kalon. It's one away when the top half of the fourth inning. The windup, the pitch. He got him. Al Kalon. Makes a third strike. 
that's the eighth strikeout for Bob Gibson. Norm Cash. Isabella can hit it out of any ballpark. Not too many ball players hit that ball all the way out of Tiger Stadium. He's done it two or three times, hasn't he, honey? Sure has. He's got tremendous power and uh, really proved himself the second half of the season. Right down and in the bat. It's two away. We're in the top half of the fourth inning. Checks his swing. It's high and outside. Ball one. Defensively for the Cardinals. Cepeda at first. Javier at second. Maxwell at short. Shannon at third. Left field. Brock. Center field. Flood. Right field. Mass. There's a fly hit out into center field. Flood coming in. Should have no trouble with it. And that's all for non-cash, and that's all for the Tigers in the top half of the fourth inning. The score after three half the fourth inning, Roger Maris, the first hitter, ball one on him. Denny McLean, fastball inside, ball two, no score in this ball game. As everyone said, it's a pitching duel, as they thought it would be, between Denny McLean, who won 31 games, and Bob Gibson, the great pitcher for the Cardinals, who won 22 games. Fastball, outside, ball three. Mike McLean trying to pick a little bit too couple of two. Roger Maris. Still had quite a series last year. Batting 385, leading both clubs and runs batted in with seven. He's tough in the clutch. There's a high fastball, ball four. That's the second walk. Given up by Denny McLean. Orlando Cepeda. He flat out to Jim Northam in center field his first time of the day. He's 0 for 1. There's no one away. Cepeda, who hits to all field, has good power. Freehand, he is made a bluff at Roger Maris to throw down at first base. One ball, no strikes on Cepeda. The next hitter will be Jim McCarver, who hit a triple in the second inning. Fastball inside, and McLean having a little trouble, and here comes Mayo Smith. Out of the dugout, he wants to talk to his pitcher, Danny McLean, Bill Freehan going out. Denny doesn't seem to be throwing as hard as he normally does. And uh, each of his walks in the uh, third and the fourth inning uh, were issued to the leadoff man, Maxwell, walked in the third, then uh, Maris leading off here the fourth with a baseball ball. Mayo Smith. Drew talking to McLean. Cepeda. Back in there with a count of two balls and no strikes on it. On at first base. Roger Maris, Stanley, and McCollum over close to the bag. Worth deep at third. Cash holding Maris on to the foul state back. Two balls and one strike on Orlando Cepeda. Cepeda, last year, had a bad series. We would like to come on strong this year. 
That's ball. Inside. Three balls and one strike. McLean having a little control trouble. Here in the bottom half of the fourth inning, there's no score in this game. The Tigers have two hits, and the Cardinals have one. On at first base, Roger Maris, no one out. Tim McCarver in the on-deck circle. McLean set. Here's the pitch. It's foul. Straight back. The count is now three and two. Roger Maris on at first base, who is not a speed demon, but they count three and two. No one away. Let's see if Red Shandish, the manager of the Cardinals, will send him. As I said, this ball club likes to run. McLean would like to strike out Cepeda and throw Maris out at second. If he does go. The count is three and two. McLean comes set. Here's the pitch. Maris did not go. And Cepeda popped it up. Non cash down at first base and bounce there, throw in, takes it. And he takes the bluff. Roger Maris. So that was a big out. McLean getting behind. Cepeda, McCarver getting a nice hand. Jim McCarver hit 3 4 10 and he. 314 in his final 30 games in 1968. <laughs> Had a bad series last year. He tripled his first time up. He has the only hit for the Cardinals. McLean's pitched to him, a fastball, high and outside. Hit a curveball his first time up. Right out the shoot. In the right center. On at first base, Roger Maddox. Norm Cash not holding close. He's two or three steps in back of him. Worth way over third. McLean's pitch. Pass ball too high. 2-0. Two and, oh. and McLean looks like he's a little unhappy with himself. Control is something that uh, Denny usually has a lot of. It, it very seldom uh, does he get wild or even get behind on batters. But uh, he's not quite uh, had that control today. When he gets wild or neither, does he usually get wild with his fastball or curveball? I'd say the fastball usually, most of the time up high. The 2 0 pitch. Fastball way outside, ball three. Now Carver checking with his coach, Joe Schultz. Down at third base. Mass on at first. The next hitter, Mike Shannon. Three and old pitch. McCarver taking all the way. Ball four. There you go. There you go. out to talk to Denny McLean. McLean has been two and oh. Two balls and no strikes on seven of the last nine batters. McLean does not lose his poise or his control out there too often. But he's having a little problem right now. Runners on first and second. Maris on at second. McCarver on at first. It's one away. Mike Shannon's a hitter. No score in this ball game. 
McLean, lined up, curveball, in there. Ball strike one. McLean, a little bit like a ballet dancer up there when he kicks that toe. Yeah, he moves around pretty good. He's a good fielder, too. May not be quite as uh, good a fielder as Gibson, but he's a good one. One strike on Mike Shannon, who struck out his first time up in today's game. That's a that ball way inside. Shannon has to go down. One ball and one strike. No runs. Two hits. One air. By the Tigers. By the Cardinals. No runs. One hit. No air. But the Cardinals are threatening here in the bottom half of the fourth inning. Maris on his second by a walk and McCarver on his first by a walk. The pitch foul off the right. Back up in the stands. One ball and two strikes. Well, the attendance today is 54,692 faith missions. That's the largest crowd ever at Bush Memorial Stadium. Well, we couldn't have a nicer day. Some confused, scattered clouds. Temperature about 80 degrees. And brother, it can get hot in St. Louis during the summertime. A beautiful day for a ball game, and that's what we're having. Here's the one and two pitch. The ball is foul back free and takes a look at it. No chance. And it got remains one ball and two strikes. I would say, Ernie, that looking at McLean on that mound, I don't believe he scares too easily. Well, he, he's a fellow who has uh, risen to every occasion so far. Runner on second, Roger Maris. On at first, McCarver. Mike Shannon. A slow curve. On outside. Just missed. Two balls and two strikes. Not use that pitch as much in uh, this game as we normally see him a slow curve ball. Those are other slow curves? Yeah, big change up. Sets up his basket with it. You see too many pitches thrown with two strikes on, on the bottom. The two and two pitch on the way. Thank you.
Line one pass cash out of the right field, scoring two runners. The Cardinals now lead three to nothing, and watch out for a hit and run. Maxwell likes to send that runner. Javier on at first base, Ken Ron. He is checking Joe, Joe Schultz down at third base right now. Base hits by Shannon. There goes Javier. Here comes the throw with free hand. And Stanley throws all the way. Second base, walking around, called time, hurt his knee. And the Cardinals are running them off. Two balls, no strikes on Dow Maxwell. McLean's pitch turn. The ball is hit out of the left field. Willie Hartman calls for it. Should have no trouble with it. Underneath it and takes it for the second out. And talking about Willie Hartman, that base hit by Mike Shannon at Hartman charge. Tried to throw the run out at home. He didn't get the ball. And he got an error on it. Gibson. Brother, he deserves it. Two away. McLean's first pitch to him. Little outside with a fastball. Ball one. Down at second base, Javier. When the bottom half the fourth inning to Bush Stadium in St. Louis. A good lead off the second, Javier, and Gibson had a good ripple, no contact. Tigers, no runs on two hits. And they have made two miscues. The Cardinals have come up with three runs here in the bottom half of the fourth inning on three hits in this game. No errors. They lead three to nothing. It's two away. That's ball. Iron inside. Looked like Gibson was taking all the way. It has been a tough inning. Bar McLean. High bouncer is going foul. Down the third baseline. Gibson will be coming back. Back to second base. Javier. Roger Maris started this off with a walk. Gets the pit out. Then the carver got a walk. Shannon got a base hit. Scoring Maris. And he moved the second on the air by Willie Harton out in left field. And Javier lined a base hit in the right field to score two more runners. Maxwell fly out to Willie Harton right now with Bob Gibson with a count of two balls and two strikes on him, two away. And he struck him out. And that's all for Gibson. That's all for the Cardinals in the bottom half of the fourth inning. But the Cardinals now lead. The Detroit Tigers both score three to nothing. Seconds to sink it up. The top half the fifth inning here in Bush Stadium. Gibson on the mound for the Cardinals. The Cardinals lead in this game three to nothing. It'll be Hart, Nasser, and Freehand facing Gibson here in the top half the fifth inning. The first pitch is popped up. Javier at second base. Back on the grass a couple steps. Back in and takes it for out number one. 
Ernie? The Tigers have been in this situation many times this year. That's right. They came from behind uh, 40 times over the season, uh, Pee Wee, and uh, won the ball game in the seventh inning or beyond. So that's about 40% of their victories were scored in that fashion. A late inning ball club, the Tigers. Of course, they're facing a rather tough opponent today in Bob Gibson. That's ball outside. Gets by McCarver. Retrieves the ball. One ball and no strikes on Jim Narvin. Northam struck out his first time up today. We're in the top half of the fifth inning. Three to nothing, Cardinals. Foul, and he got Tom Roman, the umpire, behind home plate. Got him on the foot. And that stings a little bit. Probably not enough. I think he missed the protection. <laughs> the fellow's done quite a job for you this year, Nasser. Yeah, he's been a good ball player. Moved around the outfield. He's led the team in RBI. One ball, one strike pitch to Jim Nasser. Inside, ball two. straight back. And a count remains two and two. Bob Gibson, just as soon as he gets that ball, he's back up on that mound ready to pitch, looking into his catcher, Tim McCarthy. They're playing north of Sud away, in the outfield and in the infield. Two balls and two strikes on us. Gibson, into the windup, that kick. Her ball just breaking inside, makes a count three and two. Strikeouts for Gibson. No walks. The count is three and two on Jim Nathan. Line drive, Maxwell. There's a shortstop. That ball was hit and hit hard by Nathan. The opposite field right at down Maxwell. He leaped up hard and spread it. So it's two away, and that brings up Bill Freehand. Gibson's first pitch to him. A breaking pitch. Inside, ball one. The Cardinals came up with three big runs in the bottom half of fourth inning. They lead three to nothing. Too low, ball two. Bill Freehand took a third strike in the third inning. He did not like the call. The 2-0 pitch to Freehand. He started, checked his swing, it's inside 3-0. Freehand checking with his coach, Tony Cuccinella, down at third. Gibson hasn't been behind on many people. No, he hasn't. 3-0 pitch, long outside ball four. Well, that's the first walk given up by Bob Gibson. Runs up Don Work. Got a base in his first time up a line drive right into center field. The top half the fifth inning. Gibson checks three-handed first base. Swain and S by Don Worth. 
With the score of three to nothing, Cepeda at first base not holding freehand close. He's a couple of steps in back of Bill. It's two away. Shannon a couple of steps in back of third. Don Worth kind of fooled on that slider. Tried to check his swing, went through on its two strikes on him. See what Gibson does with this one. He comes set. Here's the pitch. That ball just got the outside corner. And that ball for Don Work. And that's all for the Tigers in the top half of the fifth inning. So the score after four and a half innings to play. It's still the Cardinals three and the Tigers nothing. <laughs> Bottom half of the fifth inning. Ernie Harwell. Today's game, the first game of the World Series at Bush Stadium in St. Louis. The first hitter for the Cardinals, Lou Brock. Then it'll be Kurt Flood and Roger Maris. Danny McLean, curveball, fouled off the left, strike one. I don't think Brock was fooled on that slow curve. McLean looked real sharp for the first three innings. He got a little wild streak, walked a couple of hitters, and a couple of base hits followed. Three runs turned up. Brock looked like he was going to left field with that one. Good swing, no contact. Two strikes on him. Willie Harden. Over toward the line in left field. Straight away in center field, Jim Nossel. Down to Don Wood on two knees. The long throw with a non-cash, and that's all for Lou Brock. So it's one up and one down here in the bottom half. Uh, fifth inning. Good flood. Let's see what he's done. He is 0 for 2. Wide out to right field. Off to third base. Danny McLean into the windup, that kick. There's a foul straight back, strike one. Fifty-four thousand six hundred and ninety-two here to see today's game. Fastball and Tom Gorman behind the plate. Gives that right arm out. Strike two on him. I'm found at first base. Jim Honachick at second base. Stan Landis. Bill Kinneman at third. There's a pop-up. McAuliffe going back. Keyline coming in. McAuliffe calls for it and takes it right in front of Keyline. So it's two up and two down. Bill Haller down the right field line. And down the left field line, Doug Harvey. Six umpires here today's game. It's two away, Roger Maris, who started all the trouble off in the fourth inning with a base on ball. That ball is fouled straight back. Freehand checked it. No chance. One strike on it. The last year, Roger Maris. He's been quite successful since coming over to San Luis from the Yankees. Remember correctly, he hit 61 home runs in 1951. Montez! 
Left one go right through his leg. And Roger Maris makes the big turn at first base. The throw comes into Stanley. It shots up. Hayline fires it in there. And the Tigers get their third error of the ball game. Looks like Norm Cash let's let that ball play him there. And he's kind of back on his heels. Waiting for it to come up. And I don't think it ever did. Well, I've been there before, Ernie. <laughs> Cepeda, 0 for 2. It's two away. McLean looks over at Roger Mash. Here's the pitch. Ball foul off the right. Back up in the stands, strike one. Remember, fans, Ernie Harwell and I will be right back here tomorrow to bring you the second game of the 65th World Series. Two great ball teams, the Cardinals winning the National League and the Tigers winning the American League. McLean comes set. Here's the pitch. Fastball inside. One ball on one side. Roger Maris on at first base. Lead and Anthony, Cardinals over to Stratt. Bottom half the fifth inning. Another foul off the right. One ball, two strikes on Cepeda. Someone made a nice play back in the stands. Gets a nice hand. Number 17, Denny McLean. On the mound for the Tigers. One ball, two strikes on Cepeda. Roger Maris edging off the first. Here's the kick. As it all hit hard, it's going foul. They hit the second tier out in left field. That was headed straight for a chicken sandwich in the stadium club. See, one thing, Ernie, didn't take long to get out there either. Oh, boy. I'll tell you one thing, they have a fellow out there who could catch it. He had a glove, Marty Marion, who runs the stadium club. Right. One ball, two strikes on Cepeda. Just missed the curveball. Two and two, two away. Roger Mass on it first. Tom Cash at first, Dollop at second, Stanley at short, Wood at third. Here's the pitch to Cepeda. Oh, hard oh, out of left field. Willie Hart going back. Can he catch it? Yes, sir. A fine catch by Willie Harden out in left field coming off of that ball. So that ball for the Cardinals here in the bottom half of the fifth inning. The Cardinals lead after five innings of play. Three to nothing over the Tigers. Ernie Harwell along with Timmy Reese. Bush Memorial Stadium, St. Louis. First game of the World Series. The Cardinals had three runs on three hits and no errors. The Tigers no runs, two hits and three errors. As the sixth inning is about to get underway. Manager Mayo Smith now is making his first lineup change. He's going to pinch hitter Tom Magic, the young left-handed batting infielder with a 2.03 batting average, will come into bat for the starting Tiger pitcher, Denny McLean. And here to bring us the action, Stevie Reed. Tom Magic batting 2.03.
A left-handed hitter. Going in, Bob Gibson, batting for Denny McLean. Fastball. On outside, ball one. Bob Gibson into the windup. The kick. Foul straight back by Matrick. See, McLean went five innings. Gave up three runs on three hits. A little control problem. And walked three and struck out three. That's Denny McLean. One ball, one strike on Matchup. The lineup, the kick by Gibson. Fastball, two low, two balls and one strike. Oh, he's been in and out of the service most of the year, hasn't he? Yeah, he, uh, he had his service uh, sprinkled uh, throughout his playing and uh, thought it uh, took a little off his play. Fastball taking in there, call strike two. On deck circle. McCollum. There's a ball popped up down to the third baseline. Mike Channing coming over and cannot get it. Warming up. For the Tigers. Out of sight. Pat Dobson. Two balls, two strikes, no one away. Tom Magic the hitter. And Bob Gibson has looked great so far. He has given up two hits and no runs. The kick by Gibson. Fastball, fouls off, straight back. See, one thing, he's having his cuts up there. Yeah, he takes a pretty good cut. Gibson's not allowed a Tiger a few to get past first base. Single by Stanley, he was out for stealing. Single by Wirt, and he was left there on the walk to free end. He was left on first. Turn two pitch. Just outside, ball three. <laughs> Gibson taking a little bit more time now. Here's the three and two pitch. But grounded out to Cepeda. He'll have to flip the ball over to Gibson coming first base. And he did. Magic. You got a pretty good idea right there how fast Gibson can get off that mound. He gets over there in a hurry, and that's a big asset to that first baseman giving him the ball. If he can get there and get set, much easier play. Dick McCollum is the hitter. He's over two. Ground ball out in the right field for a base hit. McAuliffe makes the big turn at first base. Roger Maris up the ball into Javier at second. Nicky Stanley is the hitter. Had a base hit in the first inning. Flat out to right field. His last time up, he's one for two. Now then, the only thing the Tigers can do is just sit back and hope they can have a big inning. They cannot hit and run or steal too much, trailing three to nothing. Fastball in there for call strike one. As Bernie told you, the Tigers have 
not had a man to reach second base. Turnball in there. All strike two. And this fellow really works the corner. Let's see what he does now with no balls and two strikes on Mickey Stanley. Will he come high and inside or try to hit that outside front of McCarver moves outside. And that's where it was. He struck him out. And a real blazing fastball by Gibson. And that's Gibson's tenth strikeout in this ballgame. And we're just in the sixth inning. So stay with us, fans. Fifteen is the record. Helped by Sandy Kopak. The base hit by Al Kaline. Over to cut the ball off. Lou Brock. There goes Dick McCollum into third base. Standing up and Al Kaline in the second of the stand-up double. Cubs been doing all year. All of a sudden, they, you know, they look kind of bad. You say, well, they're dead and bang, bang, home run, back in the ballgame. And that's Kaline, too, Pee Wee, because uh, he pulled him twice on strikes, and then uh, this time uh, Al hit the ball very cleanly and got a two-base hit. And this is the first threat the Tigers had showed at all against Gibson. McCall upon it, sir. Al Kaline with a double on at second. Norm Cash. It's the hitter. First base is open. Willie Hart in the on-deck circle. Gibson checking with Tim McCarver. Into the windup. Here's the pitch. Swing and a miss. Strike one. Sometimes this is when you can really see this fellow go to work. McCarver at third. Keelan at second. That ball just missed inside. Struck out the second inning. Flat out to center field. His last time up, he's 0 for 2. The wind up, the kick, the curveball in there. Beauty. And that was the curveball that you don't see Gibson throw too often. An overhand curveball. Had a real good break on it. Broke right straight down. Boom on Cash. The one ball and two strike pitch. Strike him out.
Javier. And that's the story at Bush Stadium so far as we get ready for the last half of the sixth inning with the Cardinals coming to bat. Dobson is a big, hard-throwing overhand uh, right-hand pitcher. Hails from North Carolina. He's a native of New York State. And this will be his first World Series competition. And here's a man who's been in a lot of World Series, Mr. Reese. Thank you very much, Ernie Harwell. And Dobson. Primarily a curveball pitcher. Throws a lot of curveballs, doesn't he, Ernie? Yeah, overhand mostly, and uh, he's got a pretty good fastball, too. Danny McLean went five innings. Gave up three runs, three hits. Walked three and struck out three. Tim McCarver be the first hitter facing Pat Dobson in the bottom half of the sixth inning. The windup, the pitch, a fastball outside, ball one. Would you believe the Tigers have outhit the Cardinals? Four to three. But they trail three to nothing. Two big walks, as Ernie told you, in that fourth inning. A couple base hits hurt him. For the lazy pop fly, the second baseman, McAuliffe, goes back and says, I'll take it and does. For out number one. Mike Shannon. Mike Shannon gets a nice round of applause here as he gets it. Base it to score Roger Maris from second base back in the fourth inning. And he's gotten a lot of big hits all year. Clutch hits. Well, this Cardinal ball club. Say this ball club can do it all. Good defense. Not bad power. Good pitching. Good speed. Don't count this Detroit ball club out yet, though. One ball, no strikes on Mike Shannon. Pat Dawson kick. Here's the pitch. A curveball. Inside. Ball two. On deck circle. Javier. Pat Dobson gets the sign. Here's the pitch. Curveball. It's hit foul down the left field line. Back up in the stands. And the count is two balls and one strike. Game time tomorrow. Same two teams. The Cardinals and Tigers here at Bush Stadium. 1.45 Eastern Daylight Time. Certainly hope you can be with us. Bottom half of six inning, Pat Thompson. Kicks, here's the pitch, a fastball. Out the mix, played shortstop. The shot on goal, and it's good drawing, Mike Shannon. Oh, surprised Danny a little bit there. He went down that first baseline pretty good and made it close. Correctly, he was a fellow that got the first base hit off Jim Lombard, who had a no-hitter going for up until about the seventh or eighth inning. Dobson, her ball in the back of Javier. It did not break. 
Kilway. Three to nothing, Cardinals. Bottom half the sixth inning. Javier way back in that batter's box. Inside, ball two. Dobson in relief of Denny McLean, who started the game for the Tigers, but no longer around. The 2-0 and pitch to Javier. Brown foul down the third baseline. Makes the count, two balls and one strike. the reason that they talk about the Cardinals having such a great defensive ball club is this fellow right here, Javier and Maxwell, around that second base. They can make that double play. Last ball, high and inside, three and one. Don't be surprised if this fastball is right down in there. Javier may be cutting away. He checked the coach at third base. Dobson. Into the windup, the kick, the curveball. He thought he may be hitting too. Inside ball four. It's the first walk given up a pass off in the fourth by <laughs> Tiger pitcher Al Maxwell. The hitter Javier on it first, who likes to run. be surprised if they send it. His lead right now is not too big. He'll come up a little bit more. Just missed, Dobson did. A little outside, ball one with a curveball. It's two away. Javier on his first, Max for the hitter. ready now. There goes Javier. The fastball. Freehand. Throws to second and they got him. Javier did not like the call but he's still out. So that's all for the Cardinals here in the bottom half of the sixth inning. And after six full innings, still the Cardinals three and the Tigers nothing. When? On the top half of the seventh inning here at Bush Stadium. Well, fellow I'm working with today, Ernie Harwell. He's been around for quite a long time. 21 years in the Major League. Nine with the Detroit Ball Club. And it's always a player to, pleasure to work with a professional like this because without fellas like this, I don't know where ex-athletes would be. Ernie Harwell, come on back in here. Thank you, Mr. Reese. And hi again, everybody. The story of this game wrapped up in that fourth inning, uh, three-run surge by the St. Louis Cardinals. And the great pitching of Bob Gibson, who so far has struck out 11 batters. Gibson uh, had one earlier World Series game where he struck out 13, the second World Series game he ever pitched. Strikeout record of all time in series history held by Sandy Koufax. Five years ago today at Yankee Stadium, he fanned the 15 New York Yankees. Well, here's Willie Horton leading off from the Tigers' seventh. There's a foul on the screen. He did not get around on Gibson's fastball.
Gibson himself set a series record in 1964 over the total series of 31 strikeouts. Horton today is struck out and popped up to second base. Three to nothing. That's the score. The Cardinals lead. The Tigers have come from behind many times. They'll have to do it again. There's the ball outside. One and one. Horton, Northrop, and Freehand. The scheduled batters against Gibson. Here's the windup and the pitch on the way. Willie swings a line shot to the top of Maxwell. That's the second line drive. He's feared their shortstop. The other off the bat of the man up there now is Jim North, who is struck out and lying to Maxwell. Northrop takes the pitch in very close. Ball one. Here's a breaking ball over. One and one to count on Northrop. Three to nothing. The Cardinals lead the Tigers in the seventh inning. Gibson winds and pitches. It's a strike call. One ball, two strikes. The Tigers have not hit a ground ball to any infielder except for Zepeda. Either pops up, hit line drives, or most of them have struck out. A total of 11. The Tigers have four hits. The Cardinals have three. And all three runs in the game belong to the Cardinals. They came in the fourth. The pitch, north of swings and misses at strikeout number 12. Gibson maintains his record of at least one for inning. Kind of see the pattern of Gibson there. He threw Jim North of three straight curveballs. Then he just came in at the blazing fastball. Been fabulous. Bob Gibson struck out Freehand, who's batting now, and Freehand has walked. Here's the ball outside, a fastball. We walked to Freehand, the only one off Gibson. The Cardinals lead the Tigers three to nothing in the seventh inning. Detroit batting with two outs, the base is empty. He missed the outside corner two and zero. The count on freehand. The Tiger hit by four different batters: McCollum a single, Stanley a single, Kaline a double, and a single by Worth. Gibson checks his sign now. Two zero. The count on Bill Freehand. Here's a curve across, two balls, one strike. This is why he's a great pitcher. Gets behind his two balls and no strikes. If he comes out of that fastball, not then, curve ball. Here's the pitch. Swing and a foul, out of play. 2-2. Two, two. two out and nobody on. If Gibson can win today, he'll be the first National League pitcher ever to win six World Series games. Here's the motion, the 2-2 delivery. It's a curve and close. Three and two on freehand. Whitey Ford has the record for the most victories in the World Series, a total of ten. Wing and a miss, struck him out. That's 
the 13th strikeout for Bob Gibson. And at the end of six and a half innings, it's the Cardinals three, the Tigers of Fresh Memorial Stadium in St. Louis, and the world champion Cardinals have a 3-0 lead over the American League champion Detroit Tigers as the Cardinals come to bat in the last half of the seventh inning against relief pitcher Pat Dobbs. Dobson came on relieving the start of McLean, whom the Cardinals touched for their three runs in the fourth inning. Well, they scored on walks to Maris and McCarver, a single by Shannon, an error by Horton, and a two-run single by Javier. Maxwell, the batter, and he takes the ball inside from Dobson. Right-handed Dobson deals again. It's a curve. It uh, breaks over the plate, but it's low. The count is 2-0. Bright, sunny skies in St. Louis. We look for good weather for game number two tomorrow. Now Dobson, ready, delivers. Swung on. There's a pop foul between first and home. Cash and freehand after it. Cash calls for it. Makes the catch. And there's one away. We've got a round of applause now for the great pitcher, Bob Gibson. <laughs> Gibson steps in as a batter. He is sacrificed and struck out. Those two turns against the starting rival, Denny McClain. Bring a foul out of play, back of the seat. One strike on Gibson. Gibson going after the World Series strikeout record. He's two behind Sandy Koufax's mark. He's tied his own uh, series high of 13, set against the Yankees in 64. Right now, batting with a strike one count on him, and he ducks away from a high hard one, one and one. Cardinals, three runs, three hits, no errors. Tigers, no runs, four hits, and three errors. Last half of the seventh in St. Louis. Game number one of the World Series. High fastball. That'll make it two and one on pitcher Bob Gibson. Outfield straight up, the infield deep. Work guarding the line at third now. The 2 1 pitch is on the way. Swung on and popped in the air out toward the middle of the diamond. Let's see who'll get it. Cash is calling for it and makes the catch just to the right field side of the mound. Two down, nobody on, and the leadoff man, Lou Brock, will come to bat. Denny McClain started for the Tigers, left for a pitch of magic after five innings of work. Uh, Denny was touched by the Cardinals for three runs on three hits, walked three, and struck out three. Dobson has worked the sixth and seventh inning. And now faces Brock, who has bounced to short, with safe on a fielder's choice, and grounded out the third. Work laying in close on him. Stanley up a couple of steps at shortstop. Right-handed Dobson delivers. It's a strike above the knee. Strike one. Dobson checks his side now with his catcher freehand and pitches. It's a high one, one and one. The fellow really turns his back on the pitcher, Pee Wee. 
Yes, he does. Brock has a, an unusual stat. His front foot is, he has a real cold stat. Hits a lot of balls off the left field. And I would be, if I was Don Ward down at third base as close as he's playing, a little dangerous. Maybe the insurance policy's up anyway. Here's one hit to work, but it's a foul ball out of play. Worked for the fine third baseman, Tigers, ever since he came up. Had a little bit of an off year with the bat this year, but he is still an excellent fielder. One and two, the count on Lou Brock. Cardinals lead 3-0 in the seventh. The pitch, he backs off from a fastball. 2-2, two -two, the count on him. Well, the Cardinal hits a three-bagger by McCarver, a single by Shannon, and a single by Javier. RBIs, as Shannon knocked in one run, Javier two. Here's the 2-2 two -two delivery. Brock takes the ball. Fastball over but low. Full count. Kurt Flood waiting at the on-deck circle. It's the seventh inning, and the Cardinals lead three to nothing. They got all three of them in one inning, the fourth. The tall right-handed Dobson now kicks into the middle. It's a curve hit deep to right center. It might be way out of here, and it is gone. A home run for And the Cardinals now lead Detroit four to nothing. Got his pitch that time, didn't he, Mister Reese? Yes, he did. He hit that ball exactly like he was waiting for. Dobson got the curveball up a little bit. We're talking about him hitting the ball to left field, but of course, you know, Brock does have good power, and that must have carried Ernie. Had to go over 400 feet. Oh, it was. It was smoke. <laughs> Didn't take long to get out there. Sure did. Here's Kurt Flood batting now. Right hand batter 0 for 3. There's a bounding ball up the middle. They hit for Flood. hit for the Cardinals. It's their second in a row. The only two Dobson is allowed. Maris leaning in now. He's fly to right. Walked and was safe on Cash's error. Flood getting a lead. Cash holding on the bag with it. Maris takes a strike on the outside corner. The home run by Brock was his third in World Series history. One in 64, one in 67, and now one in 68. McCullough has a deep in this position at second base on Maris. The outfield around deep to right. Raj takes the breaking ball over. Strike two. 
believe the Detroit Tigers, 4 nothing. the St. Louis team in battle the seventh inning. They've got a man on first base and two away. Set by Dobson, and the right-hander then uh, straddles the slab. Flood not committing himself, edges back a little bit now, leads off. He goes, the pitch is taken for a ball, throw to second, not in time. He has a stolen base. Freehand's throw was uh, late and to the right field side. Pee-wee Dobson is a, one of the easiest Tiger pitches to run on because of that big motion he has. Well, it looks that way, Ernie. Of course, the two strikes on Roger Maris look like Frog may be going. Even if they threw him out, he had Roger Maris leading off to the next inning. The curveball broke inside to Roger Maris. Freehand had to go in and get it and come back out. And throw. It's a tough play. That's the third Cardinal stolen base. One ball, two strikes. Count on Maris for two outs. Flooded second. The pitch is popped in the air. Foul. He comes free and back, but he'll be out of play. Cardinals got three runs to break a scoreless tie in the fourth inning. Now they've added one here in the seventh on the home run by Brock. Flood followed that homer with a single and is stolen second after two were out. O'Maris is the batter. And the count on Raj, one ball and two strikes. He's the oldest of the Cardinal players, the age of 34. This is his uh, last baseball competition. He plans to retire after the series. It's his seventh World Series for Maris. He takes the ball outside. Tipped it, but didn't go for it. 2-2, the count on Maris. Ernie talking about the Cardinals and stealing bases during the season. They had a pretty good record, I would say. As a team, they stole 110 bases and caught stealing 44 times. 7-14 percentage. That ain't bad. You're not kidding. Maris waits on a 2-2 delivery now from Dobson. There's a ball that gets out of the middle three, and he receives it, and uh, holding it second is Flood. A very high breaking ball. It was about all Freehand could do to get his mitt on it and block it. Fell behind him. I think the uh, Tigers play this gentleman to pull more than they do anybody on the Cardinal team, Pee-wee. Uh, just noticed that Stanley's way over towards second base, worth almost playing at shortstop. McAuliffe, about three steps back on the grass, way over toward non cash at first. Dobson steps, delivers to Maris, who pops it in the air out towards second. McAuliffe, the Tigers' second baseman, calling for this one, makes the catch, and the side retires. So at the end of seven innings, Cardinals four, Tigers nothing. And Ed Matthews, uh, pitch hitting for Don Wirt. Took a strike, and there's a curve high for a ball. One and one on it. Out a good part of the year, he had a 38 disc operation and ended up the season with a 212 batting average. Swings and fouls it out of play in the seats on the first base side of the plate. One ball, two strikes. Here's a fellow you played a lot against, Pee Wee. Yes, he's one of the few fellows, I guess, on the Tigers that played in the World Series before. He played with the Milwaukee Braves quite a few times. Matthews takes the cut and strikes out. That's the 14th strikeout by Bob Gibson. 
Now, Gates Brown will come to bat. He'll be batting for Dodson. Gates uh, set a pinch hitting record with the Tigers for the most pinch hits in one season in Tiger history. Strong left-hand batter against Gibson. The Cardinals lead in the eighth inning, four to nothing. Tigers at bat, one out, nobody on. There's a ball low, a fastball. Gibson coming right back delivers a fastball over, but low, two and oh, and the pitch batter Gates Brown. The third pitch batter that Mayo Smith is used. Swing and there's a fly ball in the left field, not deep at all. Brock comes in, he's a chance, makes the catch. And there are two up and two away in the Tiger 8. The Cardinals lead Detroit in the opening game of the 1968 World Series at St. Louis 4, Detroit nothing. Here's Dick McCullough, the left hand about in second baseman of Detroit. He struck out, bounced to first base, and singled to right. One of the four hits allowed by Gibson. Gibson needs one strikeout to tie the World Series record set by Sandy Koufax in 63. Here's the ball, oh. What a great game Gibson has pitched this afternoon. Here's a foul on the screen. Don McMahon is now warming up in the bullpen for Detroit, veteran right-handed. Gibson has at least one strikeout in every inning. Outside of the pinch hitters, he's fanned every Tiger. He kicks and deals. There's a line shot foul back at first base. One ball, two strikes on McCollum. You say one thing about Gibson, Pee Wee, he's picked on everybody, just not one or two guys. Well, I was once told that Gibson, he just completely overpowers mediocre hitting. Today, he's just overpowering all types of hitters. One-two pitch to McCollett. He swings and loops one into left field. Brock is there waiting under the lazy fly. It's in his glove on the side retired one, two, three. At the end of seven and one-half innings in St. Louis, the Cardinals four to Detroit Cutting. Are you? Well, they're going to the bottom half of the eighth inning here at Bush Stadium. The Cardinals are out in front of this game by a score of four to nothing. We're having a new pitcher coming in here, John McMahon. Then in the Glane started for the Tigers. He went five innings. Gave up three runs on three hits, walked three and struck out three. Dobson went two innings. He gave up one run, a home run for Lou Brock. On two hits, walked one and didn't strike out a runner. Talking about Ernie, about Bob Gibson with these 14 strikeouts, he has tied Carl Erskine, who helped the record in 14 strikeouts against the Yankees in the World Series, and Sandy Koufax, his teammate, broke it 15 and... If the Tigers are going to do anything, they better come to life. They have three more outs to do it. Well, I'd say Mr. Gibson has a pretty good shot at that strikeout record in the ninth inning with uh, a potential of three. And if he, strike out, if he strikes out one, he's tied it. 
strikes out two. He's tested that record. Don McMahon is uh, going to the mound now for Detroit. He'll be their third pitcher. McMahon uh, this year won five and lost two. He's a veteran of uh, many a major league season. This is his 12th year in the majors. And he had uh, World Series experience with the Milwaukee Braves. Krzyzewski has gone into play third base, replacing work. And Cepeda will lead off for the Cardinals. The Cardinals are ahead of the Tigers in the open game of the series in the last half of the inning. It is St. Louis 4 and Detroit 7. There's been one home run. It was hit by Brock in the seventh. The other three runs uh, came on walks and singles off the Cardinal bats in the fourth inning. So here is Orlando Cepeda. He's fly to center. He's uh, popped the first baseman cash. He's flied out the left. Right-hander against the right-hander. The last half of the eighth inning. It's a strike. McMahon gave him a curveball. Man is one of the few pitchers around these days who does not throw a slider. Fastball, curveball, and a changeup. Here's his curve. It's high, one and one. Outfield on Cepeda is almost straight up. And the infield is back. He takes the ball in close. Two and one, the count on Orlando Cepeda. Well, the Cardinals lead the Tigers in the series' first game. Four to nothing in the last half of the eighth inning. There's a high pop-up near third base between home and third. Freehand and Werner after it. Freehand there. Makes the catch in foul territory. Cepeda is out fouling out the Tiger catcher, Bill Freehand. Carver coming to bat now. He's had a three-bagger, a walk, and a pop to second base. Around the infield now for the short, Jezuski at third base, Stanley at short, McConnell at second, and Cash at first. The outfield the same that started the game. Horton, Northrop, and K-Line, reading from left field around to right. So McCarver steps in. He's had a triple, a walk, and a pop to second. He scored a run after walking in the fourth. Mann drives him back with a low inside fastball. Shannon waiting at the on-deck circle. Cardinals leading 4-0 in the eighth. McMahon delivers. Here's a foul ball out of play behind the screen. One and one. That's the count on him. The RBIs on the Cardinals side. One by Brock. One by Shannon. And two by Javier. Cardinals broke it open with three runs in the fourth. They got that uh, extra run on a home run by Lou Brock in the seventh. McMahon winds and pitches. Here's a fastball in close. Don thought he had a strike that time and yelled into Mr. Gorman. Cardinals have five hits by five different batters. Brock, Flood, McCarver, Shannon, Javier. Here's the pitch. It's a ball high, and the count is 3-1 on Tim McCarver. McLean started for Detroit. Dobson relieved him of the sixth. McMahon came out of the eighth inning. 
pounding ball wide at first. Cash goes to his glove side, has it, throw to McMahon, covering, he gets him. That's the second out, the play going first baseman to pitcher. Two down, nobody on for the cards. And here is Mike Shannon, who drove him the first run of the game. With a single in the fourth inning. He struck out the time before that, and the time after that, he bounced to shortstop. Outfield to left. Stanley uh, moving up the step or so at shortstop. Suzuki uh, backing up at third. One nothing Cardinals lead in the eighth. There's a bounding ball foul. It's sharply past third base. Well, it's hard to pick the big hit so far, Pee Wee, but uh, this might be it. That uh, fourth inning single by Shannon. Here's a pitch. He swings a bounding ball up the middle. There's his second hit. So Shannon makes a big turn, holds at first base, and he's the first man on either team to have two hits. Two-out single by Mike Shannon. That's the thing that really hurts the Tigers and Jenny McLean in the fourth inning when he walked Roger Maris and Tim McCarver. That was sort of setting the table for him, wasn't it? As old Frankie Fresh used to say, those base on balls will kill you. Here's Javier coming to bat. He had a, a very important hit for the Cardinals. A two-run single in the fourth that followed the uh, single by Shannon in that uh, inning. Right-hand batting infielder, Javier. Struck out, single and walked. Two out, a man on first base. Shannon. And the pitch is a ball outside to Javier. McMahon is on the mound now for Detroit. The third Tiger pitcher used by manager Mayo Smith. Cardinals ahead by four, four nothing over the American League champion Tigers. McMahon ready, deals. Here's a foul off the bit of freehand, one and one. McMahon broke into the major leagues in 57 with Milwaukee. He's also pitched in Houston, Cleveland, Boston, the White Sox. Six major league clubs he's belonged to in his uh, career. One and one, that's the count on Javier. Shannon with a short lead off the back. Cash holding on the base with him at first. Out. Here's the pitch. Swung on, hit in the air to short left center field. Horton and uh, Northrop are there. Northrop makes the catch, and the side retires. So at the end of eight, it's the cards for Detroit Cubbies. Well, Pee Wee, we got a double story right here. Can Gibson break the strikeout record, and can the Tigers do anything with their bats to get back in the ball game here in the ninth inning? Well, that's right, Ernie, as we've said before. Quite a few times during the season this year, the Tigers have come from behind several times. They only have three more outs to go. Gibson delivers to Nicky Stanley. There's a bombing ball to first base. It may go foul. It does. Fielded by Cepeda right off the bag in foul territory. Strike one on Stanley. Nicky has done a good job at shortstop. The experiment by Neil Smith so far has worked. Looks to me like he's looked pretty good out there at shortstop. I wouldn't be a bit surprised that you don't see him back out there tomorrow. The Tigers have needed the batting order up here. They have Stanley, 
at Keyline. And Norm Cash. Now the pitch to Mickey is a ball outside, one and one. Bob Gibson has 14 strikeouts. One more, he'll tie the series record set by Sandy Kopax in 63. He winds it pitches. Here's the ball wide, two and one. That's the count. There have only been two shutouts in opening games of World Series in the last 17 years. Early one in Whitey Ford. And not one by National League. It's just Hank Baroy. Beat the Tigers in 45. Here's the windup in the pitch. Swung on and fouled out of play. Two to the count on Stanley. Well, a strike right here would tie the record. up the pit, swung on and fouled away. So that tension stays with us. Cardinals lead the Tigers four to nothing. It's the ninth inning of the first game of the World Series. Gibson within one strikeout of tying Sandy Kopax's record. Stanley waiting on a 2-2 delivery. Here it is. All out of play. This one's right down below it. Looks like Stanley doesn't want to be the 15th strikeout. He's battling up there, isn't he? He's giving him a fight, Pee-wee. Gibson going to his strength. That fastball is trying to get it by Mickey, and he's protecting the plate. Now the windup and the pitch. Bringing another foul out of play. Oh, this is a battle. Cardinals have the lead for nothing. Lead-off man here in the Tiger ninth inning. Gibson into action. Here's the pitch. Foul out of play. Uh, Stanley hanging in there. That five he fouled on. Strikeout record, and can the Tigers do anything with their bats to get back in the ball game here in the ninth inning? Well, that's right, Ernie. As we've said before, quite a few times during the season this year, the Tigers have come from hand several times. They only have three more outs to go. Gibson delivers to Mickey Stanley. There's a bounding ball to first base, and they go foul. It does. Fielded by Cepeda right off the bag in foul territory. Strike one on Stanley. Mickey has done a good job at shortstop. The experiment by Mayo Smith so far has worked. Looks to me like he's looked pretty good out there at shortstop. And I wouldn't be a bit surprised if you don't see him back out there tomorrow. The Tigers have needed the batting order up here. They have Stanley, have Kaline, and Norm Cash. Now the pitch to Mickey is a ball outside, one and one. Bob Gibson has 14 strikeouts. One more, he'll tie the series record set by Sandy Kopax in 63. He winds it pitching. Here's the ball wide. Two and one. That's the count. 
There have only been two shutouts in opening games of World Series in the last 17 years. Early one in Whitey Ford. And not one by Nashville against just Tank Baroy. Beat the Tigers in 45. Here's the windup from the pitch. Hung on and fouled out of play. 2-2 two, two, the count on Stanley. Now a strike right here would tie the record. up the pitch, swung on and fouled away. So that tension stays with us. Cardinals lead the Tigers four to nothing. It's the ninth inning of the first game of the World Series. Gibson within one strikeout of tying Sandy Koufax's record. Stanley waiting on a 2-2 delivery. Here it is. All out of play. This was right down below it. Looks like Stanley doesn't want to be the 15th strikeout. He's battling him up there, isn't he? He's giving him a fight, Pee-wee. Gibson going to his strength. That fastball trying to get it by Mickey, and he's protecting the plate. Now the windup and the pitch. Swinging another foul out of play. Oh, this is a battle. Cardinals have the lead for nothing. The leadoff man here in the Tiger ninth inning. Gibson into action. Here's the pitch. Foul out of play. So Stanley, hang it in there. That's five. He's fouled off. Mickey Stanley leading off. Ninth inning, four nothing. Cardinals ahead. Gibson looking for their 15th strike out of the ball game. Will they get it? Here's the pitch. Swing, a line shot, center field, base hit by Stanley. That's his second hit. So he's the only Tiger with more than one hit. Stanley leads off in the ninth with a single. This is the first time in the game the Tigers have put that leadoff man on base. Cardinals lead, 4-0, Tigers batting of the night. They've got a man on and nobody out. Al Kaline is the batter against Gibson. Swing and a miss. Strike on Kaline. Kaline is struck out twice and then doubled. Gibson needs one strikeout to tie the series record. Stanley on first base. Nobody down in the ninth inning to set the pitch. Swing and a miss. Strike two. with a short lead off first. Cepeda playing behind him. Here's the set by Gibson. K-line waits. Here it comes. He takes the ball outside. Keeping that ball down and away from the Tiger veteran K-line. 4-0 the Cardinals lead in the night. Outfield the left on K-line. Infield halfway up. Now waiting on a 1-2 pitch from Gibson. Swing and a foul fly that'll be out of play down on the right field side. 
Pee-wee, do you think Gibson knows that he's got one to go here? You know, I was just thinking that, Ernie, and I doubt seriously whether he realizes that he has 14 strikeouts. And uh, I am almost certain that the Tigers, they probably don't know that he has, that he has 14 strikeouts. Waiting now on a one-two serve from Bob Gibson to K-Line. Here it is. Swinging another foul out of play. Well, he got two strikes on Stanley. Stanley fouled up five and then single. Now K-Line has two strikes on him, and he's fouling off the pitches. Gibson. Getting his side from a carver. Here's the set by the right hander. The pitch to K line. Swing and a miss. And Rexford is tied. Koufax's World Series record in strikeouts. This capacity crowd stood and paid tribute to him. Cash swings and misses. One and one, the count on Norman. He's got to know about it now, Pee Wee, Mr. Gibson. I would say he does now. <laughs> they told him, didn't they? Yeah. One and one, the count on Cash. brought that up, I noticed he, he was more or less a little concerned. What is all the cheering about? Then he turned around and looked at the scoreboard, and he saw definitely when he broke the, or tied the record. Now the set, the pitch to catch. Pop up, foul ball, maybe out of play. It's over near the Cardinal dugout. It's in the seat. got one of the thrilling moments in World Series history right here. Gibson has tied Koufax's strikeout record of 15. He's going for one more to break the record. The Tigers trying to rally are trailing four to nothing of the ninth inning. They've got a man on and the man out. And Cash waiting on the one-two pitch. Here it is. Swung on and fouled out of play. Back a third. Well, we get the same pattern every time. One and two, and then everybody fouls them off. One thing about Gibson, you, you'll notice in the ninth inning or eighth and ninth, he seems to come on even a little bit stronger. Never tired. He's in great shape. Now the set, the pitch. Foul ball, out of play. Ground ball, hits sharply down past first base. So the count remains. One ball, two strikes. Cash is fouled off a couple. He got K-line after that. One, two pitch after two fouls. To set the pitch, it's a ball low. Two, two, the count on catch. Gibson has tied the record of Sandy Kopak. 15 strikeouts in a single World Series game. Trying for number 16 right now against Cash to break the record. He takes his set position. He delivers. Here's the pitch. Swing and a miss. He did it.
Bishop for Gibson, setting the new World Series mark, 16 strikeouts in the game. Two down of the ninth inning, Horton the batter, and he takes the ball high from Bob Gibson. Stanley on first. Firecracker exploding in left center field. The Cardinals are leading the Tigers 4 to nothing of the ninth inning. Probably sounded like Gibson's fastball to some of those points. <laughs> Here's a pitch. He swings and pops it foul. It will be out of play. The Cardinals got three runs in the fourth inning. Added one in the seventh on a home run by Brock. They lead 4 nothing. The Tigers are down to their final out. And Gibson has made World Series history by striking out 16 Detroit batters this afternoon. One and one, the count on Willie Horton. Willie struck out once, popped the second, and lined to shortstop. The pitch, foul ball out of play. Strike two. Well, there's that old one-two count again. That flashed on the scoreboard many a time in this inning. He stays on top of those hitters, I'll say that part. A single Tiger has escaped being the strikeout victim. He's had at least one strikeout in every inning. The total is now 16. And the Cardinals lead 4 to nothing with two down in the ninth inning. The pitch is on the way. It's a ball outside. Low and away, and Horton checked his swing in time. Cardinals lead 4 nothing. The Tigers have Stanley at first. And two down of the ninth inning. Horton waiting. Here it comes. It's the strike. Number 17. The game's over. The Cardinals win. Strikeout number 17. That's the end of the ball game and the final score here in St. Louis. The Cardinals four, the Detroit Tigers nothing. On radio tires are available at BF Goodrich stores and dealers across the country. Well, we've had historic, historic moments here at Tyke at uh, Bush Stadium in uh, St. Louis as Bob Gibson uh, sets the new strikeout record with 17 Tigers going down on strikes. And the St. Louis Cardinals take the opening game of the World Series from the Tigers for to nothing. Yes. Now to Tony Kubek. Thank you very much, Kurt. Bob Gibson in your new book, From Ghetto to Glory. Right now, probably one of your most glorious moments. World Series records all over the place. Congratulations. Thanks a lot uh, for uh, this great. What about your impressions, Bob, of the Tigers? You just pitched a fantastic ball game again. What about the Tigers? Well, uh, the Tigers, is quite, they're quite a bit like I, I imagine they would be with with guys that are capable of hitting home runs, uh, I knew they would be swinging a lot, so uh, I just had to make good pitches. Bob, what about the pitch you used most successfully? Was it the fastball, the curveball, the slider? Which was your best pitcher? Were they all good? Well, they, uh, fortunately, uh, every one of my pitches uh, were working for me. My fastball was good. I, I was getting it on the corner. Uh, my slider, I was getting on the corner. And, and I think my curveball was more of a surprise to them than anything else. So uh, I think that's where the scouting report tells. I don't think they uh, said too much about my curveball. Bob? You struck out 17, setting a new World Series record. It's fantastic. I mean, the fans just couldn't cheer you, and that must be your most thrilling moment in sport. You've had many. 
Well, I, I guess so. I didn't know what they were cheering about, and uh, Tim came out in front of the plate, and I just turned around and looked at the scoreboard. I, uh, I had no idea. Bob, during the course of the game, we had a chance to talk to your lovely wife, Mrs. Gibson, your daughter, Renee, and we saw your mother there up there. Your daughter, Renee, was just enthralled. She was almost in tears seeing her daddy out there perform. She's really proud of you. That's right. She, uh, she was really excited about getting out of school and coming down here. She's just going to be here for one game today, and then uh, tonight she's going back home, and, and uh, I knew that she, uh, she would enjoy the game, win, lose, or draw. Bob Gibson, congratulations once again. Thank you so much. It's a masterful performance once again. Thank you very much. Thank you, Bob Gibson. Now let's go back upstairs. And we'll be back in a moment after this message. Mr. Reese, we had a thriller in game number one, didn't we? Well, I was kind of interested to hear what uh, Bob Gibson said about the scouting report. He said, I think that maybe my curveball fooled him today. Uh, they were probably referring to me as a fastball pitcher, but he did. He threw an awful lot of curveballs today. And as you brought out so many times, Ernie, he was always out in front of that hitter most of the day. He was one ball, two strikes, and this is a good position to be in because this fellow can be so close around that plate that uh, you can't afford to take that pitch. And uh, Denny McLean got started pretty well, but he ran into that old boogaboo, the bases on ball. Yeah, I thought Denny looked real sharp in the first three innings, but uh, <laughs> when you walk those two fellows, like he walked Roger Maris and walked Tim McCarver, and then Shannon, who has all year been getting that big base hit, got a single into left field, Harton couldn't find the ball uh, right away and got an error, and he... Then he went on to second base, and Javier got the big base hit in the right field to score the two runs for the three runs in the bottom half of the fourth inning. Then uh, Lou Brock hit a home run in the seventh off for for Pat Dobson, but nobody on that gave the Cardinals their fourth run. And the totals, the Cardinals had four runs on six hits and no errors. The Tigers had no runs on five hits and made three errors. The starter for the Tigers was McLean. He takes the loss. Dobson in the sixth inning, McMahon came on in the eighth inning, and the great Bob Gibson went all the way, a magnificent record-breaking performance. He scattered uh, five hits. He gets the first National League shutout since 1945 when Hank Barroy beats the Tigers in the, the series between the Tigers and the Chicago Cubs. And Gibson now is a new strikeout king of World Series history. He has 17 strikeouts in this single ball game. A great opening day of the World Series of 1968. Now we'll be back with more color after this. Along with Kiwi Reese, Bush Memorial Stadium in St. Louis, the first game of the World Series of 1968 is history. And what history is Bob Gibson set a new strikeout record for the World Series by fanning 17 Tiger batters. He blanked the Detroit Tigers 4-0. Four runs, six hits, and no errors against no runs, five hits, and three errors. The Cardinals broke the scoreless tie in the fourth inning against Denny McLean, a walk to Maris, a walk to McCarver, single by Shannon, an error in left field by Willie Horton of the Tigers, a two-run single by Javier, knocked in the second and third runs of that inning, and then Brock hit a home run in the seventh inning for the fourth and final run for the Cardinals in the ball game. It was Gibson all the way. He walked only one man, and he struck out 17 to set the new record. The Tigers never were able to get anything going against Gibson. The only shot they had at all was in the sixth inning when with uh, two out, K-Line doubled, and McCullough, who had earlier single, took third base. But then Cash struck out to end the only Tiger threat against the great Bob Gibson. In a half innings of play, Detroit nothing, the Cardinals nothing. 